This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. On this week's episode, which has a particular theme to it, which I almost feel like we should just let people figure it out. We'll be discussing Blue Ivy's recent performance. We will venture into a new exciting territory for the podcast as well uh, by discussing a few celebrities, uh, Jay-Z, Rihanna, and Nicole Kidman among them, who made appearances at sporting events this weekend. Right. Watch out, ESPN. I know. We are coming for, you know, all sports analysts' thrones right now. Uh, we will also discuss Leonardo DiCaprio's appearance at a children's production of Beauty and the Beast. I mean, if that doesn't grab you yeah. and make you excited for the rest of the podcast, I don't know what will. Um, and we'll also discuss Kanye West's unexpected, he has very strong feelings about the Calabasas sporting teams, which we'll get into. Um, but first, the NBA Finals. I know. Who, <laughs> we, you have not accidentally <laughs> tuned into the wrong podcast. The NBA Finals. I know. Who knew we would ever understand what that was, let alone cover it? Um, but we have a very exciting mole who's going to every single one of the games. My husband, uh, Ryan, who fans might remember, he loves Rihanna, is not so crazy about Beyonce. But he's uh, making a behind-the-scenes production, so he's been going to each game so far, two in, and he was texting me, uh, he walked past Rihanna and Jay-Z at that first game between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Oakland, what, what is it, Josh? Oakland... <laughs> Okay, we Warriors. we still haven't mastered that part We need, we need our part producer yet, Jordan to chime in to help us here, which shows we're off to a rollicking start with this sports-themed episode. <laughs> How many more times will Jordan have to help us out for the rest of this episode? This is a great gig for Ryan. I mean, I feel like this is I'm like I'm covetous and don't even really like sports. Like to be at the every NBA Finals game, it's a cool job, right? Okay, sorry. but I wasn't watching the first game until I got a text message from Ryan saying. That he walked past Rihanna. She looked great. <laughs> and he also wrote, I was actually a little starstruck. He also walked past Jay-Z, who he noted, nodded at him. Wait, yeah. So this is where already I just have a lot of questions. Jay-Z nodding at Ryan. Like, what was, do we have any sense of what went on there or what, what he did to elicit a Jay-Z nod? Well, I, I have some guesses. <laughs> Ryan has a very extensive shoe collection. He's very into athletic shoes, and he gets approached by a lot of strangers. I I can't tell one pair of shoes from the other, but he gets approached by a lot of strangers who give him props for like he these rare, older, vintage, like limited edition sneakers. So that's my only guess. 
I can relate so much <laughs> having worn one pair of sneakers since like high school that I'm still wearing. I actually did. This isn't even a joke. I wore these shoes in high school that I still was wearing up until about a year ago. And then when I was in Miami with friends, I had to just leave the shoes there because people were like, these are so disgusting that you've worn these for so long. Oh, that's so I'm like the I'm the polar opposite of Ryan in terms of sneaker game. Probably other things too. So as some of you guys may have seen that Rihanna was in the front row. She was wearing this kind of black cloak. I want to say off the shoulders, <laughs> um, so she had bare shoulders. And she was hanging with like her assistant, who I think was sitting next to her. I'm impressed that you um, recognized her assistant. How could you tell? Yeah, Jen Rosales, I think is her name. Um, and. That- <laughs> Julie just made a horrified. I may not know the name of the team that was playing, but I know the name of Rihanna's personal assistant sitting next to her in the front row. But so what was interesting was Rihanna was really into the game. She's a huge LeBron James fan. So she was like standing up and screaming. And what got a lot of attention was this Eddie Q, who's like an Apple exec, was sort of like maybe five or six rows down from her. And I guess he's a fan of the Warriors. So he shouted almost it looked like he was shouting at rihanna to sit down do you see this and then she kind of like i don't know what uh, people were saying there was like bad blood there was also a player who was upset like she was taunting like she was really getting involved in everything so i love that ryan was right there in the mix at this kind of like very intense high profile altercation going on between rihanna eddie q kevin durant the player and like I don't know. I just, I love it. And I immediately asked Ryan for more details and he texted back. She was with Jay-Z, etc. They were having a great time and laughing. I think they were going to the VP of AEG's special suite. This is full on like hardy boy detective work. I love this. Right. So Ryan, because he's behind the scenes, he has this press pass. So I guess he's been able to explore parts of the stadium where you know, normal plebeians don't get to go, but like Rihanna and Jay-Z are invited. Right. So Ryan went on to say he has this room behind the scenes that looks like a bar with a pool table, swanky couches, and a full bar. Okay, he was a little redundant, but he he had a lot going on. It is hidden in the bowels of the stadium. Wow, this is like James Joyce style writing in this Ryan text message. So, So what... I'm confused by the Ryan's first person account. Is that Jay-Z's special room or is that like an AEG room that just is always there? It's an AEG, I guess, like a secret club area for VIP guests. I love the idea that Jay-Z would just have his own private uh, at all times available to him room to hang with. I wouldn't put it past him, but I guess Jay-Z was also hanging out with Kevin Hart and someone tweeted this kind of behind the scenes video, which I'm obsessed with. So while everybody's kind of paying attention to Rihanna and the actual game, there are all these photographers around Jay-Z and Kevin Hart taking photos. But then you actually hear Jay-Z, he turns to the photographer and he says, take a picture while we're talking. So then he turns back to Kevin Hart. And first of all, they like a fake laugh while looking at each other, which is a classic, classic candid photo, you know, direction. By the way, this is a move Julie and I have done probably at 8,000 different events. And then they kind of feign a conversation, but like as though they're deeply engrossed in some sort of subject while this ring of photographers stands there. And then you can see all the photos on Getty. Like Jay-Z was spot on. He knew exactly what he was doing. 
just the idea that he was thinking about how this candid was going to be taken and how it was going to appear is an interesting facet of Jay-Z that I wouldn't have thought of before. I know, but when Tina Knowles is your mother-in-law, like you better be on your selfie photo game. Right. Tina, who knows where all of her best light is and never has taken an Instagram post that wasn't immediately something that belonged in a museum. <laughs> uh, I feel like if that's who your mother-in-law is, also Beyonce takes perfect Instagram. I mean, Beyonce doesn't even have to probably orchestrate it. She just naturally is always in perfect pose to be photographed. But I guess that's true. Maybe the Beyonce Tina effect. Solange too. They all they all know what they're doing when it comes to that. But Tina is like unabashed in her cell phone photo game. And I love that here's Jay-Z taking a cue from her and he's just going to do it with like cameras up, obviously videotaping him. Yeah. Wait, how do we feel about the idea that... Beyonce, presumably any minute going to have these twins was, you know, at home while Jay-Z was at this game. I know. That's what I wondered. Josh and I were texting and I wondered if she actually already delivered the twins because Jay-Z was looked to be in fantastic spirits. Mm -hmm. Didn't seem at all worried. In the last pictures we saw of Beyonce, she looked like 18 months pregnant. (laughs) That's what made me wonder the same thing. I don't know anything about relationships with pregnant women. But don't you feel like if she was about to have these kids any minute, he probably wouldn't have left the house to go to this game? Right. I mean, maybe he still would, but I feel like you wouldn't. Right. So that is actually making me feel like our theory that I feel like we floated once before, that she already had the kids somehow, is is this this did make me feel more like it could be possible. Right. He did have, there was were photos of him on a private jet flying to Oakland. Granted, when you have a private jet, it's not that long of a commute. But still, if I were Beyonce, I would want Jay-Z like in the county. Uh, the f- I wasn't really connecting that he that this game was in Oakland. I thought it was in LA. So the fact that, that w- it wasn't even in the same town that Beyonce was in. Like, what if he had gotten that last minute text that said, the twins are here. He had, would have had to fly back to LA. I think that this proves, I think, almost that she already had the kids. I know. I feel like people should be interviewing us because this is pretty much scientific data. <laughs> yeah, that's like conclusive. The fact that he left the city. Anyway, wait, I also love this in the in the script that Julie wrote about this game <laughs> for the second game, because there was, I guess, game two was last night oh. uh, or Sunday night. And it says, oh, I didn't even notice this. I part. know I mistyped. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but even forgetting the mistype part. The only good, because I was wondering if anyone was at the second game, but I guess everyone just came out for the first. It says the only good sighting Ryan had was two chains. There were no follow-ups when he he sent me and that. And that's just that's the entire that's the entire write-up of game two. Game one is like Kevin R, Jay Z, Rihanna, like in the mix, following people into suites. Then game two, it just says two chains. <laughs> From one celebrity at a pro sporting event to another. Uh, Nicole Kidman accompanied her husband Keith Urban to Game Three of the, of and again another typo in our sports script <laughs> I have of the NFL Stanley Cup Finals, but it's the right. NHL, NHL National NHL, Hockey yeah. League. We understand Stanley Cup is hockey. Um, so that was Saturday, and she accompanied Keith Urban to the events between the Nashville Predators and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Keith sang the national anthem and they wore matching jerseys. I didn't even connect this until this moment, but Nicole Kidman, and I know this because I got all these press releases about the Vove Clicquot Polo Classic, which was in New York 
Flawless pronunciation have- of that champagne brand, by the way. <laughs> I might have this wrong, but that was in New York in the afternoon because for like a split second I was going to go. And so it was in New York and she came and then she must have, I guess they all just do this. Jay-Z flies to Oakland. Nicole flies from a polo classic to a hockey game. These- she flew, I guess, <laughs> either Nashville or Pittsburgh, wherever this was. This concept of like celebrities having <laughs> access to private jets is really blowing Josh's mind. I know right I was going to say, this is, we're all listening to me, like not being able to understand the concept of air travel. Like that's what's going on here. <laughs> Anyway, totally boring aside. But um, Josh, d- but, did you ever think you would see the day where Nicole Kidman wore a hockey jersey in the most unflattering shade of gold? Here's the thing about this. And I loved this. I immediately sent Julie this photo and I saw it because Rihanna at a basketball game, Jay-Z at a basketball game. We've seen them go to a million basketball games. We're used to it. You know, seeing uh, Leonardo DiCaprio at a Lakers game, whatever. We're all used to those kind of things. This was such an out of nowhere mixture of celebrity plus sporting event like nicole kidman at a hockey game like it seems like that was a mad libs that went wrong somewhere along the road or something right it's like she's so elegant and graceful it's like seeing audrey hepburn or something yeah, like, in like a full gold you know hockey jersey it just doesn't happen it's, or like jessica chastain at monster trucks or like i don't know just it, it sort of seems like a, such a discordant mix but what i love about nicole kidman is that she was all in like she was wearing the jersey for this team whatever it was it was this bizarre yellow color um i don't even know what it the was name gold it was gold it's a okay. very unflattering color and i am from pittsburgh but um. in, in keeping with my lack of sports enthusiasm i did not even know this game was on but once josh sent me that photo i said i was having very conflicted feelings about nicole kidman essentially rooting against my hometown were you a fan of the penguins growing up uh, my brother's a huge huge fan it's kind of like pittsburgh is such a sports town you have to say you're a sports fan i've been to a lot of hockey games in my life but i probably react to goals like nicole kidman did there there's some like video footage of you know, I think Nashville scored and she kind of turns around and everybody's like giving each other high fives and hugging. And you can tell there's a little bit of hesitation, like she's very much trying to fit in, but it it seems a little forced. One of the, my favorite things Julie's ever written is in this script. <laughs> it says, <laughs> it seems like she is new to the world of hockey and the sportsmanship, to put it kindly. <laughs> Feel like girlfriend has been more convincing as a turn of the century immigrant than she was as a hockey fan, <laughs> which like is now what I want tattooed that whole sentence on my like arm. Um, I, think I mean, it's yeah, true. she's. I would imagine and seeing the photos of her because I agree with you, it did not look natural, even though she was really giving it her all. I imagine she approaches anything like this as like a film role, right? I feel like she was trying to get. I could see her trying to get in the mindset of a salt of the earth hockey fan you know getting in the costume you know what do they do what are their customs like i always think of nicole kidman as this like she's like an alien insanely talented actress where she just is like from a different universe and she comes in to like embody whatever she's playing I, it made me want to be a hockey fan that, that, that nicole kidman is the only thing that could get me into this did you actually turn on the game or you just looked at the photos <laughs> no i just looked at the photos all right, Julie, I'm really going to make you go down and uh, make a Sophie's Choice here. Would you rather be sitting next to Rihanna at a basketball game or Nicole Kidman at a hockey game? 
This is really hard. I think Rihanna for pure entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. Nicole Kidman definitely studied kind of the civil sports fan. She didn't study like the more raucous, aggressive, like she wasn't, you know, tailgating beforehand doing like keg stands. I also don't get the sense that, um, how do I want to put this? That Nicole traffics and small talk. Like, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really feel like you're going to have much. She's very focused on what's happening in the moment and, you know, channeling this character. I don't feel like you're going to just make jokes in her ear necessarily. Right. Um, That's so good. I also want to know, did Nicole eat stadium food? The only thing about Nicole that does go along with maybe that this is more authentic than we're giving her credit for is that she, I read in some interview a really long time ago, it was a very formative moment for me when I was a kid that it was some interview she did with people magazine or something. And she said that when she goes to uh, gets popcorn and then she gets M&Ms and then she takes the M&Ms and she puts them into the popcorn and then shakes the popcorn all around so that there's M&Ms in the popcorn. And so then when she takes this handful of the popcorn, she gets some M&Ms involved and I thought this was so shocking. Well, I also <laughs> feel like, again, this is a case of Nicole Kidman, like, researching what do average, like, American moviegoers do? Because I feel like there is no way Nicole <laughs> Kidman has done, done that. that. Have you seen her, like, 23-inch waist? When yeah, was the last time she had a, even I a think kernel? That's why, I think that's why this stands out to me so much, because it was, you know, there's certain actresses or actors in Hollywood where if they said that, I'd say, oh, yeah, sure, of course, but... She is not. She's as elegant as they come. So it was as it was shocking to me. Nicole, invite us to a game. Ugh, that would actually be amazing. I'm, I'm conflicted. Nicole versus the right. Question. Who would you want? It's hard to turn down hanging out with Rihanna in any context. So I think I would pick Rihanna. But um, but the only thing about Nicole though is bad con is that I feel like she would kind of look at you judgmentally if you were to actually get the hot dog or the Wetzel's pretzel. I feel like Rihanna's so focused on the game. That maybe you're not getting quite the full attention. Right. You might get more um, attention from Nicole. From a Oscar winning actress to <laughs> uh, not a soon to uh, one day Oscar winning. <laughs> this is a terrible one. Oh, Julie, save me. I'm just sitting uh, from, back and enjoying this. <laughs> From um, one uh, example of elegance to another, I don't know. From a bit, from big, from a big little lie star to a little girl with a big spirit. Oh, that I like that. That's nice. Um, well, so blue this weekend while Nicole was at the game, Blue Ivy Carter performed in a dance recital over the weekend. Someone in the audience, presumably a parent, leaked their video footage to TMZ. If you have not seen it yet, I, I suggest, I demand that you open a Google browser and Google search Blue Ivy Carter ballet recital, because what you see will blow your mind and lift your spirit for the rest of the week. I, it's funny. <laughs> I, I went into the video thinking, oh, there's no way this can be that exciting of a video i don't know i felt like it was going to be grainy and you really weren't going to be able to see much and it would be one of these things where blue was hidden in the background but it is blue is center stage in this video and you see it crystal clear and it's blue ivy and maybe like eight other ballet dancers dancing to earth wind and fire september yeah it it is a as lot good as it video. sounds 
there's a lot about this video that was interesting to me. Uh, I'm really excited to hear what you thought because, first of all, since when like this they're wearing ballet outfits, but this music is not ballet and the dance is not ballet. <laughs> right. So, like, what ballet is this? And then they were sec- really merging kind of art forms here. They were, or this is the future. And secondly, I couldn't tell if this is one of these things. I don't know if you felt the same way. It was impossible. Even if you didn't know it was Blue Ivy Carter, it's impossible to me that anyone could watch this video and not only pay attention to her. She just commands the stage. Well, you're um, bringing me to like a very interesting note because I don't know who the camera operator was. <laughs> and I assume they had a kid in in this show, but the camera is perfectly centered on Blue Ivy is like front and center of the whole frame. So did Blue Ivy just like focus is she that charismatic did this person go into the recital thinking they were going to give the footage to tmz from one celebrity studded children's production to another hat tip to josh for finding this but over the weekend leonardo dicaprio went to a children's production of beauty and the beast according to new york magazine's the cut it says dicaprio kevin connelly of entourage fame uh he played e and Lucas Haas, who from Leonardo DiCaprio hanger on fame, <laughs> showed up to support fellow posse member Toby Maguire, who, as we all know, is one of Leo's longtime best friends, on Sunday when his Toby Maguire's 10-year-old daughter Ruby started in a children's production of Beauty and the Beast. Magician David Blaine, who was a posse member too, was also reportedly in attendance. This means that Toby Maguire's daughter's children's production of beauty and the beast leonardo dicaprio david blaine kevin connelly and lucas haas were all there which is i feel like this indicates the passage of time (laughs) that this this is what this crew of friends is now a normal outing for them is i don't really no 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 no. it's not a normal outing like you know they were still at one oak the night before (laughs) right as actually yeah i was about to revise that i i don't think they've in any way curbed their clubbingness but it's just funny to me that this is like the kind of thing they would have to try to get the squad together for. Right. I want to imagine that text message chain. Like, did Leo suggest they go? This is a version of if I was in a show when I was 10 and my dad's friends all came. That's kind of unusual. Oh, it's interesting when you frame it like that. I don't really feel like my dad's friends were interested in coming to my shows. They were going to their own family (laughs) obligations. Right. It wasn't like a prime guys night idea. (laughs) Right. So it's interesting, though. I guess maybe Leo is guiding if if maybe she wants to be an actress and they're all serving like mentor roles. (laughs) It's just kind of intense. Like david blaine was involved like i feel like he's a honorary member of the squad too i don't even think he's around that often and he got roped into this my fantasy fiction scenario is that after the production leo was so impressed that he offered up his ability to like direct a future musical also isn't beauty and the beast like very sophisticated for 10 year olds to recreate (laughs) i'm sure the production values in this were insane though knowing whatever school this must be like how do you think this all came about Do you think Toby said to Leo, this would mean a lot to my daughter if you came? And then he had Lucas come because Lucas goes with him everywhere. And then Kevin was like, hey, what are you guys up to? Like, I don't, I just feel like it, I think it started with Leo. That's my sense. Or else is Leo her 
godfather? That seems right. <laughs> uh, right. Maybe she... Rigorous fact-checking pic- over here. Josh just says that seems right, and we run with it. <laughs> I can picture yeah. the girl maybe asking, like, Uncle Leo, like, Uncle Leo, are you going to come see me perform? And Leo, heart of gold he has, knows this is one woman he has to keep his promise to. Okay, now, second question for you here. Do we think... In, this, in the way we would imagine Beyonce going to blues, the recital would cause mass commotion. Do you think anyone in this audience was aware? Of, Leo's pretty covert. We've seen him out in the wild. Um, but he always has like, that hat on. He always has that hat. He always has glasses. Do we think people were aware? Do you think anyone was paying <laughs> I'm, attention? Do sure 10 year know who Leo is? I'm sure when they noticed when someone in the audience like pulled out a vape pen during like Be Our Guest... That's so funny. The vape smoke <laughs> that added. People probably thought it was part of the effects of the show when Belle comes out or Beast comes out looking like a good looking guy. Wait, it's so weird to me to think of a 10 year old playing Beast and Belle. You're right. right. It's kind of advanced. I know. And how did they do Mrs. Potts? Like, did someone create a teapot? <laughs> also, a 10 year old playing the Beast is weird to me. Do you think he brought like a bouquet? Mm, yeah. I feel like he does. I feel he goes, I, I think he knows how to, you know, make someone feel special. <laughs> I love this. I love this image. I want to see what else this crew is going to get up to. Um, I want to know what, they, you're right, they probably went right from here to the club. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's no way there wasn't an, a car waiting to take them right to the nice guy. Right. There's uh, a, a flask was involved. <laughs> yeah. Vapes all around. From one LA school unusual event to another. Mm, Could have been better. Kanye West. So he, this was an odd item that came out from TMZ again. TMZ is really providing the, you know, supporting credit for this episode. Again, per New York Magazine, Kanye West recently approached Calabasas High School. Uh, Calabasas is a community in. Is it a community in LA? It's like where the Kardashians live. It's a town. I don't know. Right, right. Most famous for uh, being, you know, the home of the Kardashians. It's where the Kardashians have like started their shop. What's their shop called? Dash. Dash. Calabasas High School, obviously a ritzy, nice high school, I imagine. And he approached them with a pitch to redesign the school's sports uniforms and rebrand the athletic program. According to the sources, West's team met with school officials to discuss a potential collaboration, including the rapper's desire to change the school's colors and switch its mascot from the coyotes to the wolves. And if it goes through, TMZ says West would also make a sizable donation to improve the school's facilities. TMZ also notes that the school currently has a deal with Adidas, which also threw me. I didn't realize schools had brands at this branding deals at this point. Uh, but in Calabasas, sounds like probably par for the chorus. So I guess Adidas, which owns West's Yeezy brand, so I guess this pairing makes sense in that way, that maybe this is an extension of Adidas's pre-existing relationship with the school. But it's not every day you hear about a rapper attempting to get involved in the mascot and school colors for a local high school. I don't know. What do you think? You must you know Calabasas better than me too. Is this is this unusual to you or does it make more sense than it's, it does for it's me? It's unusual to me, but I feel like Kanye West is like a perfectionist and he can art design if 
like he wants to art design every element of his life. So is he just preparing for North to uh, to go to yeah. Calabasas High School? And he's like, these mm-hmm. uniforms will not do. Well, that's what's interesting because I understand if he had kids, it's very normal, obviously, for parents to get involved in their kids' schools. But North is obviously decade away from high school, so it's a little odd, no. I mean, I guess he's really doing a master plan here. If right. That is the case. <laughs> well, um, my other takeaway was I'm kind of surprised he doesn't want to change the mascot to like a more insane thing. Like he wants to change from coyotes to wolves. I don't even know what I would picture, but something more obscure. I could see where a, a brand would want Kanye to design their their employees' uniforms or. A sports team would want him to design their outfits, but for a school, like who's even going to see? I don't know. This it just seems strange to me. Maybe like, he just has a lot of hometown pride. <laughs> he wants them to be a little more stylish. I guess Mason Disick isn't too far from high school. That's um, true. Is it just the high school though? Oh, maybe it's the whole school system. But are they? This is a public school, right? Am I right? Calabasas High School. Sounds like it. So is this where they're going to go even? I don't know. The whole thing is confusing. But I kind of enjoy it because I think it is strange enough to be must be true feeling to me. Like, why would TMZ make this up? Right. It seems very on brand in terms of strangeness for Kanye. Yeah. Like that somehow he would just get really obsessed with the idea that he wanted to somehow. And I, I mean, he wants to make a donation to improve the facilities, which is really nice. Right. Can so you, I guess this is also have- like... Imagine having like a swimming meet in the Kanye West. I would be interested to see how he would approach making school uniforms. Like how, or you know, how he would make the mascot look. I would be interested. I would click on that. It would be the coolest mascot ever. Josh, what was your high school mascot? Uh, It's like a sore subject, kind of the chameleons. The what? (laughs) I know. It's a Concord Academy. Well, Concord Academy was my high school. The chameleon was our mascot. That's a so terrible was... mascot. <laughs> if anything, that like promotes you should change your colors, whatever based your environment on, you're in. What your surroundings are like there's no permanent identity to yourself or, you know, <laughs> sense of self-worth and pride. It's awful. We need to fire um, off a memo to Kanye right now. If he knew that was happening in Boston, but he my, would not but my stand high school, for it. My high school had uh, my high school had its own eccentricities because it also didn't have a hockey team oh no it it didn't have a football team and it didn't have a hockey team so were you a chameleon were you in any (laughs) sports i played one sport on the varsity team all four years can you guess what that sport was i know a shock to all this is a great way to end our sports themed podcast basketball no i tried and that didn't happen for me it's an individual sport golf close our producer just guessed it with an amazing pantomime. What? Tennis. Oh, I can see you playing yeah. tennis. I, and I can't, I, I was really actually not bad, but I now cannot play. Or maybe I can, I should try again. Were you doubles or you were singles? I did both. I wasn't so great having a teammate. So I feel like I did better as singles. Did you uh, wear one of those headbands? Sometimes. Actually, tennis is fun for... Uh, I We needed Kanye West to design our uniforms because I feel like they're really boring. But tennis is fun normally for... You can get kind of zany, I feel. What about you? What, what was your school mascot? 
Ugh, another sore subject. I feel like we have the world's worst mascots. It was the Talbots, the Hampton Talbots. So it was an extinct form of dog. Wait, what? Right. <laughs> also, that's not like immediately recognizable to anybody. At least chameleon, someone knows what you're talking about. Talbot? It was really terrible. And there was like, you know, blue with like a golden paw print. But who even knows what that is? Like, at least have it be, you know, a dog that, like, made it. What do dog that's still alive. <laughs> like, I would take Pug. The handsome I like pugs. how my school has an animal that you couldn't even ascertain what it is. And yours has an extinct dog. <laughs> this is a metaphor for a lot somehow. I don't really want to parse it too deeply. <laughs> but... Don't get too dark, no. <laughs> but I think this is a great way to conclude our sports with the, with the most intense air quotes that have ever been given uh, episode of In the Limelight. I loved this tour de force through the world of ballet and basketball and hockey. Let us know and if we should quit our day jobs and just devote ourselves entirely to this new arena. Yeah. I'm very interested in knowing if people would prefer being at a sporting event with Nicole Kidman or Rihanna. The two of them need to get together for something. Right. That does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us find new listeners. And we really appreciate it. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss these subjects. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm Jay Duboff. Uh, we also have an Instagram, In the Limelight Pod. Uh, this episode was produced by Jordan Bell and edited by Afim Shapiro. Thanks to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. Until then, as Meghan Markle tells us, oh, we, oh, <laughs> uh, 